With Jay Dubs and Rocky. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rockin' Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at podcastdetroit.com. What time is it? It's Nooner Time. Better bring me a mirror. Day. Happy hump day. Like, happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. <laughs> T, I could tell you were just jamming to that song. Man, that was kicking. I know. I'm, it, on, I'm on heavy drugs, too, though, I got to admit. Mm. So I might hate that song when I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can tell you don't hate yeah, it. Yeah, that was great. Um, who was that, though? That was Time. Oh, no wonder. You Come on. Like time. Seriously? Well, you did get You got it like the time. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Uh, So listen, before we get into our guest today, because we've got a lot to talk about, um, I do want to uh, just remind everybody that on the 16th of August, we're going to be celebrating our 100th episode. And it's a big uh, day. It's a big day. T, we had 100. It's going to be 100 shows. Wow. Can you believe that? That's crazy, because then... My show at 5XL, we're probably on our thousand show and yeah. nobody even care. <laughs> well, you're supposed to have the celebration and create well, it. I'm going to just you know. create it. Yeah, that's yeah. 100 day Come today. On. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay, thanks. Yeah, because, yeah, oh, that is nice, though. Yeah. We're you documented listening. it, huh? I mean, you got Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, Denise Brennan Nelson's coming back. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, I love Denise. Oh, I know. She loves you, too. So are you yes, going to come out and hang out with us on yes. the 16th? Hell yeah, 16th. Tom Stewart's going to be here. Red's going to be here. Oh, okay. John Paul's going to be here. And oh, shit. Everybody's invited to we're come going viral. and hang out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So um, oh, we're going to have, um, and Denise is in charge of the sip on this. So I hope uh, she's working on it right now. I the sip her. was stronger when Denise was around. I know. Yeah. She's, she, that's because she's a better drinker than I am. Oh, that, the sip I'm a wimp. Used to I be just, like, oh yeah, that was a nice. Sip. Yeah, that was Denise. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to tell her if she's not listening. I'm going to tell her you said that. So <laughs> she is coming back, and we're going to reminisce. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of people, and if you've been on the show or you want to be on the show, feel free to stop in that day at noon. Um, we will have our usual sip on this and just a lot of fun conversations. That's so, going to be nice. Yeah, we're going to reminisce about a lot of fun stories. Love and, it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we have a really good story today. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Mr. T-Money Green. But before we get into that, um, when change is the only constant, people and business must be built to adapt. That Moment is a new podcast about the pivot that changes everything, moments that open doors for discovery and growth, but also bring the looming possibility of failure. Hear people's stories of taking risks and finding success in business and in the life of a new podcast. That moment found wherever you listen to podcasts. That's right. And I also want to uh, give a shout out to uh, Tom Stewart Plumbing and Drains, serving the Metro Detroit Tri-County area from leaky faucets to major plumbing repairs. Tom Stewart Plumbing can serve all your home needs. You can give them a call at 586 625-7800, or you can reach them at TomStewartPlumbing.com. And if you need great branding but can't afford a designer, be your own designer with Maker. Join the over 1 million who've discovered Maker for creating unique and professional-looking logos and branding materials at an affordable price. Try it out today. Friends of the podcast get a free logo with code Nooner. Just visit www.maker.co at Nooner.com. To redeem your code. So that's maker, M A K R dot C O slash Nooner and enter Nooner at checkout. That's N O O N E R. T, it's a free logo. What a beautiful voice that Rocky had. 
<laughs> what about me? I was just me? listening to you talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you do. Come on, you write it. You know. Come yeah. On. Okay. Uh-huh. Are those the drugs <laughs> talking <laughs> again? But you were. All right. We are the ready. The bump on the head. Yeah, the bump on the head. The one I was going to give you is going to be <laughs> yeah. worse. But um, anyway, we're going to get to our favorite segment, Mr. Money. All right. <laughs> okay. So, what's the wish? What's the wish? Mm-hmm. You're not hearing. <laughs> what's the wish? What's the way? And what's in the way? This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Detroit embraces Tony Green, and so does everybody else. This past Sunday, July 30th, Tony Green, a.k.a. T-Money Green, was featured on Unsung for his role he played in the dramatics. With some 48 years of conceiving, creating, and collaborating under his belt, Tony Green is an icon whose influence over the next generation of music and musicians alike is monumental. Although his success came with many hurdles, self-imposed limitations were not amongst them. Today, Tony shares his beliefs on the pursuit of passion as we recap the experience of the story of Unsung. Welcome to the show, T-Money Green. Welcome. Thank you. And the crowd goes crazy. The crowd has been going crazy. (laughs) Gosh. So what's been going on with you? Anything new? It's too much. Anything new? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, the car accident was new. That wasn't good. That was very, very surprising. I know, and look at you. Well, a car accident usually is surprising, but it was very damn surprising. You, you've got your arm in a, I got sling. a sling. That's not and then, good. You know, and then Gail makes me. You got to keep it in a sling. You got to keep it. I mean, like, well, she's right. Listen to her. She's a doctor. You almost went, what's your face? No, you listen. <laughs> but then that's to the, the drugs doctor. again. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So I'm okay. a good patient. I listen to. So, the all right, let's talk about unsung. But they tried to stop me from seeing unsung. That accident happened two days before unsung. So whoever that was that just turned out in front of me on a big U-turn thought it was going to hurt big enough to but miss myself. But you know what, though. No. That that's the whole, that's the whole team money charm yes. is that nothing stops right. you, nothing. and we're going to talk about some of those hurdles uh, from your past and yeah. how you overcame those. But let's talk about unsung. Yeah, unsung so, was really nice. Okay, was so really where good. were you? Were you at home or yeah, home? Were you know, you, just was really Gail simple. There? Who else? Yeah, anybody Gail else? There. Yeah, just the family. You know. Oh, TV was there. With uh, you? Oh, TV did barge in. Yeah, he did? You know, at the last minute, the doorbell <laughs> rang, and we were like. Who the after, hell is after this? After it was over? No, it was <laughs> oh, starting, getting oh. ready to start. You didn't invite him. He just <laughs> showed I, up. I, no, I forgot that I invited oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just waits till the last minute. <laughs> so he had his video camera to, to catch my reaction to seeing on something. Oh, he oh, did? Cool. Yeah, he's on the money, man. He's oh, pretty that's good. awesome. I'd love to see that. But anyway, so let's talk about it. Okay. What, what did you, first of all, what did you think of it? Um, I think it was, very, you know, a lot of it was was really, you know, truthful. It was in, uh, very enlightening mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of people that didn't know about the dramatics, right? And right. Uh, and just the amount of great songs they had, you know. Yeah. And like I said, there was a lot of demons in the in the dramatics, right? Uh, and and, you know. and they talked about that. Oh yeah, nobody's scared to talk about it. Right. Squirrel said he was on cocaine. Right. You know, I I, I admitted some stuff. Remember, you was there with me. Right. And uh, a lot of it don't, you know, didn't show up, but. I think they did really good because now me and you were there together. Yeah. And we seen my side. But, we, you know, it's yeah. nice how they put it in and made the background. It was awesome. It turned pretty good. I thought I? they did such – especially because I did get to sit behind the scenes with yeah. you. Um, and really, before I saw the actual documentary on Sunday, I thought that the best part was people putting makeup on Team Money. I, thought that, <laughs> I, I don't even she have to watch the documentary. <laughs> they, they're putting makeup on them. But uh, <laughs> seriously, I think – thought the way they did that was just fantastic because being behind the scenes and of course I only got to see your interview right um, I didn't realize you know how so how they were gonna pl- yeah so much going exactly on. because a lot of you know I have learned about the dramatics from when you joined and you were right. 17 years old but right. at that point they had already been around yeah yeah they have been around so, already like four years yeah I didn't realize the beginning and the turnover and everything else but how did it make you feel like was it were you were you proud were you reminiscing were you sad that you know you don't keep in touch or like no no I'm not sad and we do keep in touch um, except for the ones that's you know passed right. on um, me and LJ talk all the time that's now, you know, now you and LJ, did you guys start talking after this was shot and you guys sort of reconnected? or did No, you we was talking touch? all the time. You, you, okay. Yeah, I was a little mad at LJ because, he, look, he, he almost was going to, he said, well, T, guess what? There's too many people on our song already, but what we'll do is you tell me your story 
and then I'll tell it for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, LJ, that'll be great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing how to do it. So instead, Simone called me and she gave me the the promoter, the producer's number. Yeah. And she said, I can't believe they wouldn't want you on Unsung. So I called the guy and I said, let me ask you a question. You wouldn't want the guy that was with the Dramatics 18 years playing bass, wrote a lot of songs, right. quit, went to death row, and then brought him? You don't want that guy? Yeah. And the guy was like, uh, hold on a second. <laughs> he wouldn't <laughs> got somebody. And I said the same story again. Then they, you know, a week later, they called and said, we're going to come in and do your story. I was like, I would, I would think so. Because yeah. how do you get with uh, right? How do you get with Dr. Dre in them? Right. You know. Right. However, you know the the media will mess you up. They could have made it like Dre called us out of the clear blue. Right. So I'm just glad that Snoop said. What did you think of that? When I thought he, that was really good. That. I thought it was good. I thought it was really really nice yeah. that he even remembered much weed as he smoked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He remembered. Yeah, he did. They come in the soundboard. I think I'm going to ride down on them. I was going to say, you should yeah. probably contact him yeah, after yeah. that. Um, yeah, but the thing is, know. we had been in contact before, too, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't be no big, mm-hmm. like, just because of Unsung, I'm getting mm-hmm. in touch with him. Yeah. But it is time that, um, you know, we, we talk about a couple things. Right. Because he could clear the um, the air on a few songs that's mine and, and, and let people know, the right people know, and then I could be getting paid on those songs. Because it's one song that I'm playing based on singing and everything, and they think it's George Clinton. Because oh, I was really? singing like George. I was like, it's doggy style, doggy style. Wow. So they wow. thought that was George Clinton. So he's been getting a fat check ever since, and it's me. Serious? Wow. So I just need, yeah, I just need him to say, oh, yeah, no, that was T. Green singing. Oh, yeah, you do need him yeah, to Yeah, a lot that. of stuff uh-huh. just need to be you cleaned need up. to write it down. <laughs> but, but Tom said he's got somebody for right. me, so we're going to see. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, there's millions out um, there, mind waiting. Oh, no, I, I know. know. Let's talk about, I, I know I've told you um, many times, we can't say too much because you've got a book in the works. Right. And we want to save a lot of it for the book. But I did think it was such an interesting story of how the whole thing came up with you hooking up um, Snoop Dogg and the dramatics. So how did that happen? Well, I quit the group. Okay, quit the group. Yep. And LJ said, let him go. He'll be crawling back. So that stayed in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, David Ruffin Jr. played uh, The Chronic every day. I was managing him all of a sudden. Right. And his daddy just died. You know, his dad, right. David Ruffin. So I was like, man, would you please cut that bullshit off, man? Please cut that stinky music. What is that? <laughs> and he would just always, and then when he see me, he cut it down right quick. And so it was cool. But uh, it was a young lady that told us we should be back in California and, and try it because they liked how David performed. So. Somebody talked us into going. Now, I knew I had a cousin there. But she took us to all the right places, and one day we wound up meeting Warren G. and Snoop and the DLC at a club. But I was sitting at the bar because I was just too old for that whole scene to me. Mm-hmm. But he well, brought, what were you, 24 now? Uh, I was 30-something. Oh, 30. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is old. Yeah, for real, <laughs> especially in the rap world. In the new rap world, that was really old. Mm-hmm. So, But they brought Warren G. over to me, and Warren said, um, and, uh, and Ron, um, David said, this is my bass player, and Tony Green, and uh, he was with the Dramatics. So Warren, being more of a musician, knowing records, because he's always sampling records, he was like, oh, man, you play with the Dramatics? I said, yeah. He said, man, my brother need bass all the time. You should call him. And I was, you know, I didn't know who his brother was. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, David Ruffin would be like, it's Dr. Dre, T, because I was like, yeah, who's your brother? And he, you know. <laughs> so he gave us the number. We called for a week, no, no call back. The next week on a Monday, about eight thirty in the morning, the phone rang and it was Dr. Dre. So wow! And he said, "Could you come down here to the studio today?" Is this Tony Green? I said, "Yeah, man." He said, "I heard you play bass. Can you come down to the studio?" So I said, "Yeah." And I got there, and uh, nothing but a G thing, which was a huge record, was playing. And I've heard that record a hundred times, but I never sat down and learned it. Right. So when he said that, he said, "You you know that song?" I said, "Yeah, but I ain't learned it yet. I can learn it real quick." He said, "No, I want to hear what you play." And I played like 50 different bass lines that was way better than the one he had. And he was like, wow. I got to have you. So just me being there and starting to bring in musicians and stuff, Snoop would play the dramatics all the time. He would just be playing it. And I just didn't want to tell him I was with the dramatics. I was going to say, I yeah. don't mean to interrupt you, but you never told them you were with no, the dramatics. No, no, no. I just told yeah. Warren right. when I first met him. But I never told Dre and them like that. Right. So when he kept playing it, you know, it was just a message. The whole wait, why? Why didn't you tell him? I'm kind of curious. I just that's was a, thinking that was I was a, a little deal. too old, though. I was just thinking that would be. I don't oh. know if he was like. 
You know, they could have just been okay. on the oldies but goodies station. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I didn't know his passion for it. Right. So I wasn't going to take no chances. Right now I'm playing okay. bass in a young man's game. Yeah. You know, playing some hell of a bass and they loving it. Yeah. But what if somebody said, damn, he's 36? Yeah, okay. That kind of thing. Okay. And I didn't want to take a chance. Right. So, but when he pulled up playing one of my songs, I was like, okay, I, I get the message loud. You know, God speaks loud and clear when you're the, and I, I asked him to get the credits. This uh, was Snoop Dogg. It was yeah, just you Snoop, and Snoop Dogg, Yeah, just me right? and Snoop right outside yep. uh, Enterprise Studio. Or well, smoking something. Out. Yes, yeah. smoking something up. during break. <laughs> Sipping okay. on gin and juice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, and when he pulled up and, uh, and I read the credits and he said, R. Johnson, R. Banks, T. Green. And he said, damn, it's you, T. Green? And I said, yeah, Snoop. I didn't want to tell you, man, but I have been with these guys almost 20 years. He was like, oh, shit, you can call L.J.? And that's what the like, unsung said. Huh? I said, I can call L.J. right now. Wow. And we called him. L.J. said he dropped the phone and called back, but that didn't really happen. Oh, it didn't? No, he actually sung for Snoop. You know, oh, I'm Snoop, the phone. Yeah, because yeah. Snoop said, is this really L.J. Reynolds? You know, he was all excited, you know, yeah. and he said, can you sing a little bit of Key to the World? And then I heard L.J.'s voice from way, you know, he got a big old voice. I heard him, light me, light me, light me, light me up. He was like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> Snoop was so happy. And he went in and told Dre, man, I got to get the dramatics on the stuff and the rest is history. And it came in. That video was number one for like two years. Yeah, right. Wow. And it's dramatic. Song- I quit only because we were doing one show a month. Right. Starving. The band was starving. They might make, we do the one show, they might make 1500 a piece, the dramatics, because that was the low time for them. Right. Because it was one time they was making thirty-five, dollars $50,000 a night. Wow. And it went all the way down. Wow. But that Snoop shit took them all the way back up to like seventy-five, dollars $100,000. Right, right. But not everybody from the Dramatics went and recorded. uh, No, they, you know, it was so crazy. I was pissed off about that because. Weren't there just three of them? It was just three. And I was looking forward to it. But the Dramatics was shady. There was some shady guys. Because even even Ron, like, said, Snoop, you ain't got to talk to nobody but me, man. When you want to, you need to know something. Just talk to me. Don't talk to nobody else. And then he said, all right, all right, huh? And then LJ would sneak over to the side. Uh, Snoop, you ain't got to talk to nobody but me. I mean, wow. Nobody. So they've wow. always been that kind of, yeah. you know, the, the dramatics is their own worst enemies. Mm. And Like I said, in the dressing room or the temptations, you might see the agent, the record company, the manager. Mm. In the dressing room or the dramatics, you're going to see some pimps, some hoes, plenty cocaine, somebody in the bathroom. You can't even use the bathroom. Somebody got the door locked doing wow. something. You know, mm-hmm. they was their own worst enemy, but an excellent group. People love their music. Right. And and everything was taken from them, really. They've been robbed. I bet you every album they ever did is double platinum. And this unsung is going to bring about some some things, some questions because their records don't stop selling. And who's getting the money now? That's what we, you know, it's a lot of oh, questions to what's going on right now. Yeah. So when you were with the Dramatics, so you were the director of the band. Right. So, because there was the, the Dramatics, the performers, right. and then the Dramatic, the band. The band, right. 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 And, um, but you had a really tight relationship with, like... Um, Ron was my... Ron, was my, yeah. We was, I was like his baby brother. Yeah. So I did, we did a lot of things, partners in crime. Right. And then partners in rhyme, you know, one of those kind of things. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because you were very involved in the songwriting, yeah, weren't you? Yeah, so he took me and was like, man... We got to start writing some songs, man, because LJ is going to end up getting the whole album if I don't write no songs. I wish you could write some songs. And I was like, Ron, I can make up some music. Can you yeah. write some lyrics? And he said, yeah, but his lyrics never really were that great. But we did get away with them. Yeah. And it did allow us to write half of the album yeah. and LJ to write the other half. Because at first they would have gave it all to LJ. Because he's more of a musician. Yeah. LJ can play any instrument, mm-hmm. and he knows what he wants. He could tell you what he wants. Yeah. You know, it was interesting when I was watching it and just watching how they performed and their, um, their, the dancing and everything else. Yeah. I, I was thinking to myself, gosh, I wonder, like, if a band today started off like that, if a group came together, you know, and I'm not talking about, like, One Direction, but I'm talking about a group like the Dramatics, how right. would that do? And then it hit me, Bruno Mars... Yeah. yeah, is ex- is doing exactly what the dramatics oh, okay. were doing. It okay. didn't even dawn on me because everybody always compares them to Elvis, which you know I know there's an Elvis influence, but yeah. come on, 
It's, yeah, it's probably more than Elvis. Yeah, tell you. right, yeah. right. So when you were sitting there watching it, were you pleased with it? Yeah, I was. I was really, really nice. I was glad they talked to Squirrel a lot. Mm-hmm. That's the one I told you have lung cancer. Yeah. Because his his um, intelligence allowed it to be really good. Cause, yeah. Because you can get a little too much in the LJ for a minute and he might say some goofy stuff. And Willie, you know, might be, um, 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 you know, stuck on some stuff. So them talking to uh, Squirrel was good because he's been out of the group for a long time. But Squirrel was a mess. Just like I said, he could have died. Right. That's the one I said could have died if he right. stayed on the road. Because right. he was just like, if it was Valiant, give me 10 of them. Mm-hmm. But he you was know, smart enough to know when it was time yeah. for him to go. And he left. And straighten out. And yeah. he he's a teacher, right? Yeah, he went and teach. He went to college and got his degrees mm-hmm. and everything and uh, became a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was really good. He was really interesting to listen to. Yeah. Now, do you keep in touch? I haven't talked to Squirrel in a while, but it's a mutual friend of ours named Joanne that I always talk to. And she'll say, I talked to Squirrel. He told me to tell you how. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Like what, what was, the, when you watched it, what what brought back as far as, like, what was the, the best thing about being with the Dramatics? Like, what was your favorite moment that you'll never forget? Uh, a lot of those pictures that when they had on red, um, I'm in that same magazine. It was, a, it was a magazine, and I saw one picture with me in it. And I was just thinking about how, you know, polished our show was. Yeah. It was really polished, you know. Yeah, despite what was going on yeah, behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, 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 no matter When you guys got on, on stage, polished, it was very polished. Nobody better. Right. When you got on stage, it was some serious. Wow. And then LJ would cuss at me because the drummer ain't right. Then I'd run over there and cuss at the drummer. Or my chord would go all the way down the, to the horn section and cuss them out. And uh, But we, you wouldn't know it. But, right. you know, that's what would be going on. And, that's, you know, and then... It, and then when you got on stage after that, you forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and then you didn't good. care. I mean, you just, yeah. you get it hyped up to do a good show. Right. It'd be different if we were some mediocre group. But when you, like, headlining the cool jazz festivals, back in the day it used to be cool jazz festivals. Yeah. Maybe 12 groups. When you're the headliner in the last group wow. and people are still out there right. even more waiting for you. Right. Then, I mean, this is it's, you're, you're in some serious situation there. Yeah. There's got to uh, – I can't even imagine the rush. And I got thrown into it early at right. 17, 18. I had to accept it. Yeah. Was that hard? Yeah, it was hard as what? hell. Was it hard? Hell yeah. Well, what was, what was hard about accepting something like that? I mean, was it – It's just the butterflies that you get. I mean, yeah. I still get them now, but I, don't yeah. get, I know how to control them now. Right. But the ones that have you all like, damn, what if I miss the change? Right. What key is that in? Hey, what key is what you see is what you get it. Now, you know, you've been playing this for the last yeah. year and a half, but all of a sudden you can't think of what key is in. You know, that's interesting. It brings me to my next uh, question for you. One of the things that I have learned working with you, um, especially working on the book, is everything you've gone through in your early beginnings. Um, you, you've had a lot of, you know, trials and tribulations and, and things like that. But somehow you never let the fear of failure hold you back from anything. You can't eat if you if you so, if you let but how did you get that mindset? It's such a young I don't age. know. I think it's just some natural um survival shit because mm. nobody in my family could help me. So if nobody in your family can help you, then don't exp- I mean what the rest of the world supposed to help you? Mm-hmm. So it was just about me getting out there and making some shit and then making friends enough that might want to help you and being able to do things together with each other because I just didn't have it at home. My parents just didn't have it. Like like when I talked to my daughter for the first time in a year last night, mm-hmm. I told him, look, you guys got 2,000 master recordings, all kind of reel-to-reels and dads and shit. I said, if you don't want to come get it together, then that's on you. But don't get mad. I said, that car accident, I could have been gone. Yeah. And all that shit, that music would just be floating around in the air. Mm. And I told you, they could say, Mrs. Austin. We'll give you 50000 cash for the Tony stuff right now that's in that basement. And she'll say, go. Just get that shit out of there. <laughs> get it out. That would be T-Money's mom that he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she sounds she's not nothing listening. like that. <laughs> she sounds nothing like that. But, but that 50 damn yeah. thousand would look pretty good to her. Yeah. Now, she might be $2 million short. Right. But, you know, 50000 is 50000 Yeah. So, really, your mindset was created because of necessity right the, the street of it created the street because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people have gone through what you went through and i'm not telling the whole story because it's yeah. going to be part of the book yeah but um 
those are the things that hold people back mm-hmm. from pursuing their dreams or, yeah. you know, they don't think they're good enough. They're scared of failure. They chase the dollars. You never did any of that. Out of 10, out of 10 in the first school, I was at the high school, Northwestern, for a minute. Out of 10, I was probably at the bottom of 10. And all those musicians were great. And when I see them, you know, sporadically now, mm-hmm. and they see me and like, damn, T. Green, you did it, man. You did it. I'll be like, I know you still playing the hell out of your bass, ain't you? Oh, man, my old lady didn't want to hear that. Mm. I'll be like, your old lady didn't want to hear what? It was great. <laughs> my old lady, man, then the kids, you know, beer and shit. I'll be like, okay. But with me, until the dirt is thrown in the face. Mm. Is how long I, and how hard, and I work hard. I, this is no right. You see it. You, you oh see yeah. It. A lot yeah. of people don't even know I work that hard. You know yeah. what I mean? They just no. You they know. Hey, yeah. yeah. T Green doing this. You know. When you're calling me at midnight, yes, yelling at me, right. yeah, telling you the mail. count is too low, telling me to count, <laughs> cut it pull off, the plug, yeah, pull the plug. <laughs> yeah, twelve thirty in the morning. <laughs> I, I made my. I made like, seven thousand hits with Aaron in eight months. Mm-hmm. And this hundred thousand wasn't even a hundred thousand yet. Pull I the know. plug. I can tell you what it was because the the call was at twelve thirty in the morning. You started ranting and raving about it, it was at fifty four thousand, and you wanted sixty. Pull the plug right now. <laughs> like I'm gonna you pull didn't. your plug, wrap it around your neck, and choke you. <laughs> I love you, Jackie. Brown. I love you too, T. Um, so let's fast forward to everything you have going on right now. Yeah, the um, the anthem I had did this Detroit anthem only because somebody else did a raggedy Detroit song. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying their name, so I'm being nice. But that song was raggedy as hell, and it was not going to represent my city. That's not good karma, T. Okay, it's not. Yeah, it is. We've already had this. I got the fighting karma. I know you do. <laughs> my car. I got to fight for that. No, but right. okay, it was a good song, but it wasn't representative. So I went and I did one and had eight different artists sing their own words. And Aaron had one. And then Aaron's turned out to be the most commercial to me out of everybody. Okay. So we started really pushing that. And then we got on Mason Radio. And we talked. Mason and them is expecting this one, too. Right. Uh, just to let you know, because I was talking to him on the phone yeah. the other day. So um, Aaron's took off. And, you know, so and it was over. And then I think it was you, you know. I mean, you always talked about the song. And then you said something like, wouldn't it be great if we had everybody on something. I don't know. You'd be throwing ideas out there. Left and right. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, well, we can do one with just get right quick and just get everybody on it, man. We can put everybody on it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we did it really quick. You know, when you're really a, a, a real producer and you know about production and you know about time yeah. versus money, then you know how to get things done quick. Yeah. That was really quick. Yeah, you guys did a great job with yeah. that. And it was good to let each artist see the other one go up and do their oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Because then it's like, Oh shit! When I get up there, I got to do my. You know, yeah. it just builds that little right, that little stomach, that little fear that I want <laughs> right. you to have. Yeah, well, right? What was it like? That's right. It was nerve wracking. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to have that in front of all those other great people. Right. Like, oh, right. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that was really neat, though, and I think that you you had a great group of um, artists. People, you yeah. know, just the that camaraderie was... and the relationships that have developed from there. Out of I it. mean, yeah. the people that are collaborating now too. Yeah, Mia and Mia loved it. Now Mia has She's been known fantastic. to be uh, been known to be a like tear the club up type of you know meanie, but that's because the same circle been knowing her from back when she was younger and act like that. So she's changed over the years, mm-hmm. and she said, "T, them kids didn't know nothing about my past." And they just love me, and I they just love them back. And I said, that's what this was all about. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's why it was so easy to go along with your Detroit embraces everyone instead of Detroit versus everyone. Because, yeah, I agree with you. We're always fighting. Mm-hmm. We're always, it's a we don't Detroit this, you know, we, we, you know, Detroit hustle harder. Yeah, okay. But Detroit hustles as hard as a, it's a lot of cities. When I go to L.A., they're hustling damn hard. Right. So just to embrace everybody, I think it's just a little easier mm-hmm. than saying Detroit versus everybody because you run across the big guy and be like, no, no, I was just saying Detroit versus, <laughs> you know, versus smaller people. Than you. Not you. <laughs> yeah. So mission accomplished there, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, congratulations. Turned out beautiful. And I yeah. really thank everybody for it. And, man, we we running some numbers up, man. Yeah, where are we at now? One hundred and two thousand. Wow, good. Like so that. no more threatening phone calls no, from you no, then, huh? But no, no, 
But tonight I need to see, you know, some big numbers. Some flying. big numbers. Yeah. So if you're listening, people, share it, please. <laughs> please, I'm going to pull that yeah, plug. Uh, he's going to pull the plug. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and out of that also, uh, Rocky is going to be Kina. TV's one of the, daughter. Yeah, TV's yep. daughter yep. is going to be joining uh Rocky. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I'm excited. Yeah. And you know what? She's excited. That. That's awesome. And the daddy who spoiled her to death is excited. <laughs> so when everybody's yeah. excited. We're all happy. Yeah, and this is what Keena wanted to do. She wanted to travel. Right. She wanted to do it. So sometimes you never Perfect. know how you was going to do it. Exactly. See? Me being the bass player for the Jermaine. Some people be like, man, you backed him up, man. You standing in the back of their head, looking at the back of their head. Yeah, all around the world. Yeah. And loved it. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, hey, that's how that go. Well, and you're producing Kina, right? Uh, yeah, I produced a song on Kina, and uh, uh, we're just pushing that one song. Kina has a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. TV's had her in the studio quite we a bit. We have one that we're going to listen to, Yeah, right? we got one we're going to listen to next, though. That's no. the one I produced, though. Okay, now, who, did she write it? Who wrote no, it? No, this one is, is all a hyped international production in-house. She's singing, okay. the words. She's singing the words of a friend of mine named Richard Wilson, Okay, who's an excellent writer, just like Gary Strauss mm-hmm. is. So right. uh, here we go. Check What's the name out. of the song? Dance. All dance. I want to dance. I ain't trying to be your girlfriend. Is this released or no? <laughs> Pretty much so, yeah. Like and can I just people got get some... it from SoundCloud or yeah, Spotify? Or... Yeah, we can. Yeah, as a matter of okay. fact. Okay, and what yeah. would it be under? It would be under Kina Renee. Kina Renee. Yep. K-I-N-A. Yep. Renee. Check it out. What's the name? Dance. Dance. So, did you play bass? Is that? Uh, no, a guy named Jupiter did the track. Actually, did the track. Okay, a young guy that did several songs of hers. He's a he's great. He did a, um, some easy stuff for me too. Okay, he does dance stuff like that. that so, what did you music. do? Put put it. You heard? It was, did you they hear heard, the song? And we did a we did a our version of it that's similar to it, and all they did was put it in that electronic sound. Okay. So, because there's another whole version of it with band, like guitar, bass, drum. Oh, really? Yeah, and they got that version and created that version. So it still stays mine from yeah. the original, you know, because it's all ours. 
so, love it. Yeah, and it's about hey, getting them songs. Somebody else can be you can do it. Right. You never know right. who might be bigger that can even take it bigger. So exactly. Um, that's what I like about the music business. I have put the same song on four or five people. It's no such thing as who did it better. It's just who did it different. You know, everything right. is different. Right. Oh, I love the lyrics too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Rocky, I was thinking about those <laughs> lyrics. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know it was. Yeah. You know how you go That's out, Rocky, you, and just, you know, you go out and just want to be fine as hell dancing. Yep. Yep. And, you know, as long as you know that after I get through with this dance, I'm walking from you because I know guys get real pushy. Yeah. So, wait, so a guy wrote that? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. He writes plenty. He writes female situations so easy. Wow. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you're producing Kina. Yeah. Produ- who- well, Kina's produced. I'm not really producing Kina. We're releasing okay. the song on Kina, and okay. then I set up the distribution where she can run her own thing herself, where she can upload the next song she wants to do okay. next. I'll just get 15 percent for life instead of sitting there and trying to handle her stuff because mm-hmm. I got enough of my own stuff. Mm-hmm. So I set up like four people to have this distribution. Who else are you working with? Uh, well, Big Dap, who was my artist for a long time under that whole Westbound thing, his kids are like phenomenal. Mm. I mean, they're ages 17, 16, and 14. And the, the boy is phenomenal, and the two girls are just off the hook. Okay. And I said, well, I have to be the one to at least introduce them to the, to the world. And then, uh-huh. But I had them set it up where they can start picking in and running their own label. You know what I mean? Because okay. it's, uh, Sony is give, it's, a, it's a division of Sony mm-hmm. that allows you to put records out. And then if one of them just happened to start peeking or right. popping up, then Sony will come down right. and grab it right, right. and do something with it really yeah. bigger. Yeah, In the meantime, it allows you to see the numbers mm-hmm. and you get the money mm-hmm. as it come in. You know, you got 100 streams here, 200, yeah. I got 1,000 streams. You know, so it show you what it is. Are you working with a division of Sony then, like one of the it's labels of their, under their umbrella? Yeah, they have a, a record union. It's under their umbrella just as a small idea to try distribution, oh, allowing cool. artists to be in charge of their own thing. And oh, it really? really yeah, it really sounds like oh, a great idea. That's interesting. Yeah, so the girl that came to me, you know, I've got a thousand songs. Right. So she was like, hey, we got to give you yours. That way you can just put out what you want. Like, I might put a song out just because I want it out. It might not gather no streams and stuff. But what I'm doing first mm-hmm. is putting out songs that I know will gather. Like, I got a, a dramatic record next that'll come after the Kena record. Things that'll draw some money in first. Okay. And then I'm going to just start releasing songs mm-hmm. from the vault. I get some great music. Whether, yeah, right. Whether I think, I think it's great. We'll see what the world thinks. Yeah. Well, you've already had success with it. It's well, not yeah, like yeah, you haven't yeah, had yeah. it. No. <laughs> so, no, I know how I go. You goes. know how, yeah. Right. Um, and who else are you working with? Uh, well, I mean, I'm always working with the, the Roadwork crew. Um, uh-huh. uh, I got Aaron singing a dramatic song, as a matter of fact, on our show. You oh, wow. do? And he sings Aaron's both parts. Aaron's in the house, by the way. Yes, Aaron, Aaron Taylor's in the house. What's up, y'all? Hey. Hey, he sings both parts. Ryan Banks' part, which is the real really? high part. Wow. And then LJ's part, that's the real heavy part. Well, we're going to have Aaron on the show. One, yes. because he's classically trained, yes, a vocalist. Yes. He has an amazing voice. But yes. two, um, I love the fact that he left the corporate world and um, took a leap of his own and started his own business. So he's this yeah. businessman, entrepreneur by day. Yeah. And uh, incredible singer Great by singer. night. Road yeah. work, road work crew. Mm-hmm. What's going on with Air Road Star? What's uh, going we on? played the 18th uh, at um, um, the uh, Dream Cruise in Pontiac. Okay, which by the way, I sent out an email. There's quite a few people that want to do it, so I need to get the details from yeah, you. Yeah, I'll do that. And okay. the thing is, if all of those. Or if most of the people can show up for that song. Yeah. That would be great, too. Yeah, and we got Rocky and Jampa who are both working that day. Oh, they are. Right. Damn, yeah, well, that's good. I know. we got to figure that out. But that's still good that you're working. I can't. is such a jerk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that deserves a pay cut, Rocky. Oh, <laughs> that's smart oh, <laughs> You're lucky you're employed, Rocky. Yeah, How many times did I fire Olivia? Oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm a good employee. I don't get fired. Well, yeah, that's I quit. True. Okay. You so, quit before you get fired. Exactly. And how's easy to guide? Uh, easy guy, good man. He's teamed up with his brothers and them, and they're bouncing around all over stage. I'm not hip to that bouncing rap, but uh, are you guys are you still working with him? Are yeah, you because, Bill's still involved. Yeah, with because that, what or? it is, he's still under Bill's umbrella. Okay, and the fact that I got this distribution, I said, well, I might as well throw several right. easy songs out there that we did. Right, uh, three or four easy songs have shown up on the Bad Girl Club. 
a I few did of the that. big. Yeah, yeah. I heard the, about that. Two yeah. other ones did. Yeah, and it was funny. The, bo- the booty uh, song. What was the name uh, of that? Booty shorts. Yeah, yep. booty shorts. Yeah, yeah well, did not really go down with booty shorts. People love it though. They were playing that on the radio. I, I, they were playing it on something. Yeah. A few people was, but now those on uh, reality shows always grabbing. Uh, it's a it's a company here that that sends the music out to the reality shows. Oh, really? And they grabbing a lot of his songs. And I mean, even wow. if it's only up there for a minute and a half, wow. that's still money. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny. The last song that they put up at Easy, he texts me, "Man, they playing my song." And this was a song that is all mine except <laughs> for his voice. Oh, <laughs> did you say no? Yeah, I said. No, they're playing our song easy. <laughs> that's something that's hard for him to say is our, but I'm a teaching. Is he a millennial? I, yeah, probably he is. so, yeah. 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 That explains yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, what's He's your, a good kid. He's a hard your, worker. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. That He, he really puts is. it down. Yeah, he ain't no slack. So you, so you are still involved oh, with yeah, him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he wants to, he, matter of fact, they're going to come through here. Oh, when? Uh, they were talking about sometime in September. Really? Yeah, because they were like, T, you still got the place? I was like, you know I still got well, the place. Are they going to perform? Well, I don't know what he's got up his sleeves. Oh. Hmm. Okay, so the 18th the at 18th, the Dream Cruise. Yep, in Pontiac. And that's road work. Yep, Pontiac. And, awesome. Uh, where yeah, at exactly? I don't know exactly where, but they okay. just told me Pontiac, 18th, Dream Cruise. Okay. And then so I'll find Somewhere out exactly yeah. where. Yeah. Will it be outside or in, in a venue? Or you don't know I'll tell you yet. the truth. I hope it's inside because, man, yeah. outside yeah. is so scary. Every time I do an outside, it could be sunny from Monday to Friday. Yeah, right. Saturday I wake up all like, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> and then it's 80% rain. Yeah. Uh, right. We turned out the uh, funk festival in um, – Highland Park uh, last oh, week. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Great. We, we turned it out, too. And was that road work? Yeah, that okay. was road work. And then okay. what happened is, because it's got like four or 5,000 views on him wow. singing that dramatic song. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it's up there. The views is up there. I ain't seen it in a minute. Oh, yeah. It's almost Wow. Like 5, You're going viral. Views. You don't even know it. Right. I love you it. I don't care. He's busy building man, business. Uh, you know, you've been doing it for so long, you just do. Yeah, right. you just do, right? People say, hey, I heard this on the radio. Yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't listened to the radio in... Almost a year. Right, <laughs> right. He can't do it. Yeah. But well, that's how you are, though. But they like him on Mason, though, when we go, yeah. when we take him to Mason. I love him over there. Angie yeah. and Coco so, and Mason. Yeah, like, you yeah. you were up. there Monday, right? Yeah, well, Monday on Mason? Yeah. No, not there. I called in. Oh, to me. Okay. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, hey, T, and I told them what happened uh, with the accident and everything, and they was messed up. But also, they said, so you got a new record. Tell us about that. And I was like, man, you remember that song that Aaron sang, My Home? Detroit City, what I did it with a bunch of local artists, and it's the camaraderie is really, really nice. Everybody, you know, loving it and this and that, and it's going viral. And uh, they were they had clapped and you know said they were looking to it. Awesome. So then after that, mm-hmm. you called me and said I should have told them to put it on the website, which I didn't know. So we'll do that. Okay. We'll yeah. do that. We'll send them. The I couldn't link think of everything, can... but yeah, if you just give me it's the okay. link where I can get it, that's He'll my do job. It. Yeah, I wasn't in a car accident, so my <laughs> yeah. head's still okay. I know. Well, oh, it could have been uh, horrible. Yeah. What if I wasn't here today to okay, do this? Okay, but you are here. You are here. Can't put that negative energy I know. out there, T. You you know, you're not ready to go, T. I told you. you, you and I don't know if that's negative to be exactly, though, or just... It made you realize. Perspective. Well, probably. It probably... It? Perspective. Yeah. Perspective. Yeah, because it's not negative. No. No, it probably woke you up a bit as far as like okay i'm taking too many things for granted probably so you know? i think a lot of that happened yeah i'm sure no i know because when you call me enough or... when you're the only person doing it i don't have a team but all of a sudden now i do know somebody that'll come to the office and start sorting stuff out and i'm just gonna get them in there and we're gonna just get busy and doing it right because I, I really just want to if nothing else make sure that in the in the case of something like that happening that there's a direction for the legacy Right. That I have left behind. Right. And people that I love that should be there, that family mm-hmm. immediately would not put you in. Yeah. You know, family, uh-uh, girl, hell no. How you know we the family? <laughs> you know, I'm his cousin. You, you don't want the same thing that Prince's <laughs> No, uh, see, that kind of stuff. Through. No, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. He, and, I mean, I know he didn't know he was going to go, but if we take right. 10 minutes out right. and just make sure that if nothing else, a piece of it is directed. Yeah. 
To where they say, okay, well, here, take all that shit is yours. Right. But all right. this is ours, and we're going to fight over it. <laughs> right. You right. know, so yeah. it's that kind of thing. It you just ha- you have up. my name on it. Yeah, yeah, so, right? of course. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you got the I'm book, too. I'm the first too. one, right? You got the book, too? Yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. man. I got all that audio. I could sell <laughs> right. that. Make hey, just there you <laughs> go. I'm telling you, shit. <laughs> God, that's terrible. I would terrible. want you to make it. I know we say it's terrible, but guess what? Shit happens, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I know what you're saying. You want to be, you want to get those loose ends cleaned up. That's yeah. probably why that happened. Yeah, it's time because to clean some stuff up. Because you had too many things yeah. out there that weren't cleaned up. It's time to clean some stuff up. Um, what, what's your definition of failure? T, what do you think? What's failure all about? Uh, failure to me, if you just quit doing what you love, then you fail. If you love, so I don't care what it is, but if you let somebody else stop you. And you're not doing it, then you fail. Good. Well, I agree. What's your definition of success? I think success is just when people know that you, you know, did some shit. I mean, it don't even have to be, I'm a billionaire. So it's not about money. No, because I come down my hood. I come down my hood. They like, Tigree. They, you know, they've been loving me since the early 70s yeah. for all the stuff I've been doing. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's. Well, you were handing out money at that time, too. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yeah. Some of those royalty checks. <laughs> giving away yeah, money. I know you were giving but, away a lot of money. Yeah, yeah you learned, but you learned, right? Yeah. And uh, But the thing is, a lot of the love that I have is just from people we growing up together, mm-hmm. and then I actually did go to the next level of some stuff. Right. And I can still talk to you. I can right. come down to y'all. We can still kick it right? without me tripping. And that's what I tell a lot of people in my crew. With all the Platinums and the Grammy and all the mm-hmm. shit that I'm supposed to have and, and have, I do have. Even though I might not have the copy of the Grammy, mm-hmm. it's my Grammy, too, because of the song that you got the Grammy for. I'm playing right. bass on. Right. So that's our Grammy. But because I don't have that, if I'm not acting snooty or ugly towards people, then I'll be damned if I'm going to let you do it. And you don't even have nothing. You ain't did nothing. I agree. Totally agree. I don't act ugly. The damage you show in the hell can't act ugly. Right, right. That's just my motto right, right, right there. And that's a good one. And whoever Absolutely. have a problem with it, it's easy to let you go. I didn't even yeah. know you a month ago. <laughs> For real. I'd be like, damn, I went back to a month and didn't even know you. <laughs> Must be the head injury. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. Um, what do you want your legacy to be? Uh, just that I and, and I heard a little bit of it when Snoop said I brought the dramatics in mm-hmm. I just wanted to be known that because uh, a lot of people won't help people right I just wanted to be known that I you know every time he turned around I want one person to be like well he did this for me and they'd be like oh shit well you should have seen he brought the, that, that that's more important to me than anything else yeah you know if you ain't helping nobody or if you ain't did that then you you know what right. have you done right just getting rich is probably easy Right. You know, but take helping people that ain't rich and people that ain't got a chance or people that really had the same chance that you had that just was scared to go for it. Right. Right. I had people laugh when I was leaving to go to California with Dave Ruffin Jr. The car was so full. Mm-hmm. It was to the ground like and everybody laughed at us leaving. Mm. And that didn't stop you. No. And then we broke down in Arizona and that didn't stop me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. Shit, we got to get out of here before, you know, mm-hmm. some bugs get us or something. <laughs> you know, I wasn't thinking like, oh, we in Arizona. No, you got to get out of here. We got to figure it out. But I tell you, after we broke down, and, and to show you how really the spirit works with me, we broke down, and five minutes later there was a tow truck coming. And not for us. They were going past. But they saw us, and they just took us. Wow. I mean, it just happens like that. And it was meant for me to get to California when I did. Right. And at the time I did. Right. And when I met Dre and we got started, he only had one song started on Snoop's album. So I had the pleasure of sitting there doing all of that. Right. You did all the bass lines. Yeah. And all oh. the, and, and we did like six, maybe 45 songs for Snoop that didn't make it. I mean, wow. He, he, he counted the 14 out of the 45. Wow. And it was some great songs. But that's how Tupac came and had all those reels they say mm-hmm. rapping to. All those songs was left behind. So he. Mm. Tupac started rapping on. You know, my bass is on a lot of the Tupac stuff. I right. don't get credit. I don't get credit for it. Wow. Because wow. Death Row just wasn't doing the credits right. Like I said, that stupid ass Suge Knight was ruined it for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying to keep it all neighborhood. That that was some mm-hmm. big thing. You should have been proud about it and let it be the institution that it, it was is amazing the kind of money and the kind of success that Death Row had at that time. Right. And 
what happened to it. I mean, four hundred million dollars right. just from record sales, every wow. record going platinum. Wow! You know, they give Suge a lot of the credit, and I don't even understand why because he never made a record. It was mm-hmm. Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Every record Dr. Dre ever did went gold or platinum mm-hmm. from that Supersonic. Supersonic. That was him way back then, and that's a platinum album. <laughs> that was you him? Know, yeah, that's him way I didn't back know that. then. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. You see what I mean? They All that NWA stuff. The P is for perfection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I was a little kid, I remember that. <laughs> that's Dr. One of the first rap joints I Hey, Dr. Dre, platinum. Damn. Every song he ever put his hands on, all the NWA, they didn't have distribution and was still going platinum. The record company was like, look, let us help you go even more platinum. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he could have went anywhere and, wow. and, and had a, he could have had a better partner, but he just picked somebody that was more a keep the bully thing going because, you know, a lot of that bully stuff was going on in California. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that I landed into some dangerous yeah. turf and didn't even know it. Like, yeah. you know, you you, you yeah. come down on your, uh, your, your... It's one of those situations where... And you land where, and shit and don't know that you land right on enemy ter- yeah. territory. Not knowing was a good thing. Yeah, actually. and not knowing was a good mm-hmm. thing because all I knew was bass. And I asked Dre one time, I was so scared, everything was going so good. And I said, how do you know when it's over, man? Yeah. <laughs> well, he was like, T. Green, don't even worry about it, man. We got to do Finish Snoop's album, man. We got Rage album to do. Yeah. We got Above the Rim. And I was like, okay, thanks, man. Well, and and, and you learned. When I just it, didn't want it to be over, was, man. I didn't want but, it to be you, over. You you did learn when it was over. Though. Yeah. Oh, well, I, yeah. I knew when it was over. And yeah. then after Simone got beat up, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was time to go. Yeah, that and was it. And then when she said it, they was it was you. They were trying to beat up. I said, no, they had my address. They mm-hmm. they beat you up. Mm-hmm. I said, but it could have got around to me getting beat up if I stuck around. Right. So I just did what a, a smart Detroiter would do. I was off my turf in California. Right. I have no turf. Coming back home, yeah. I got some goons and friends that a die for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just people that yeah. like know that all you've been doing is trying to do good. Right. Yeah, they ain't going to let nobody come in here and just. Right. Right. You know, bamboozle you like that. So I, right. I came on home. So and it's been good at home. I've been oh, successful yeah. at home. A lot of people can't leave where they've been successful and they come home and do it. But I helped a lot of people here. Right. So that allowed right. me to be able to land back softly. Right. And start moving on again. I mean, right. don't stop. Well, you know, it's interesting because you're saying how you want your legacy to be. Um, you want people to know you as somebody who did connect people and did uh, put people together and help them. And you can tell that everybody does know that and everybody respects you for that because that project with your collaboration, yeah. I mean, people were so excited to be a part of something that you. Yeah, I really, I really I, It was unbelievable. I, it was a trip, yeah. Yeah. And then when Alan forgot to bring the country that day. And I said, Alan, come on, man, bring the country next time. And he was like, fair weather, friend. Oh, that was perfect. I was like, there you go, man. You brought the country that, that time. Yeah, that was excellent. Um, all right, so let's listen to, this is another one of Kina's songs, right? No, as a matter of fact. Oh, what do we listen to? What was the name of it? I forgot. Uh, Hollywood. Oh, you know what? This is Dab's Kids that I'm telling you, New oh. Hyped International. Okay. Really young kids, but listen to this song. It's beautiful. Okay. TV made a video of them already doing this. Oh, wow. Now, wow. is this a song that you produced? No, they, they had it already, but I'm going to re-go in and, and tighten it up really good, and we're we putting it out under the, the, the new distribution. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Nice.
nail bag be with me. That my Walmart Jacob stick, that pride to hold my makeup. Versace, I got my weight up. Yeah, I'm about that paper. Paparazzi be jockey, jockey, cameras be flashy. That's that New York City lifestyle, that's how I be acting. Sitting back and I'm watching, I see my future, I'm never stopping. Got my head up in the cloud and I'm not coming down. Yeah, I'm Hollywood and I know I these red looks and style show. They come up these red bottoms so good, the other side of me is all show. So many diamonds on me, I'm going. Yeah, that rose works, I own it. Honey, that on my frame. Yeah, I blow it. I'm so Hollywood and I know. That was excellent. That's, incredible. That's gonna be great. And I'm gonna go back in and mix it and stuff. See, as a wow. producer, I don't have to have my name as the guy who produced everything. Mm-hmm. To me, I think it's about finding great music and being the executive producer that I really mm-hmm. am. I'm not gonna always be the one producing it because yeah. if I hear a good record, it's a good record. So those are two sisters? Two sisters, yeah. And how old? And they're seventeen, oh well, one is seventeen, gosh. one is sixteen. Wow. They're really? beautiful. And they uh T V so I had them at my spot. Uh-huh. And uh we just put them on the spot. The the girl from Sony put them on the spot. Now I didn't know how they were gonna do on the spot. Yeah. And they performed so flawless. Wow. wow. And so then we taped them, T V taped them and it was just so great. And their parents worked really hard and like the daddy is my best friend. Almost like but I mean I spent a lot of money. He made a lot of money with me and all this, but it's just like I told the kids, Your daddy is my best friend, but this shit I'm doing now is for your mama. Aww. Because she's she's Aww. had to stand in there through all the daddy messing up and stuff and yeah. getting his act back together and stuff and she kept him kids focused. Oh, that's so awesome! All of this that I'm doing is for Cheryl. Wow, uh, wow. the mama. That's great. Yeah, and I mean, of course, my boy is gonna benefit from yeah, it. Yeah, right. But he, I let him even know. Yeah. That I'm doing this for your girl, bro. Because wow. you've been raggedy as hell. Good for but you. But the kids got his DNA and they are yeah. excellent. Yeah, they, they, they perform are like I don't know what is wow. great. Yeah. Well, where can you find them? Uh, well, uh, they're probably all over something. So I'll, I, I don't really know, but I know they've been putting their stuff out there. They've but been it's out Fire here. and Ice. That's yeah, Fire, fire and Ice. Yeah, that's what they go by. Okay, that's very cool. Right. Yeah. You know, when the show's posted, we can always post links to... Oh, right. Wherever you want to reach oh, them, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, excellent. yeah, so good. Yeah, and for yeah, Kino, I'll find too, out. Yeah, so for excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for uh, being oh, man, here today. Yeah. You know I love I, it. I know congratulations. You, you get, yeah, congratulations yeah, on everything. Yeah. What, thank what you a too, heck of Rocky a year. Uh, and Jackie, you is like, you're a oh, great executive producer. Thank you. Um, <laughs> who, who do you want to, who would you love to work with? Now? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, you've worked with some great people yeah. and some amazing talent you know, around the world, really. So who is somebody that you would really love to collaborate with? Mm. I don't really have any special ones, anybody. But i like to maybe kick it with Dre one more time. Yeah? I think I could help him out. I think he forgot <laughs> of all the dangerous-ass shit we did together. Yeah. Well, he'll make up a beat, and then before you know it, I got some real nasty bass line going underneath. Well, and you and know then, what? You know, so things happen, could happen. That's right. You never know. Never know. So anyway, congratulations on everything, T. Yeah, I'm excited uh, about really telling the whole story. Yeah, you, I was you, glad. You have that. an amazing story. Because I've had people so. that um, tried to say they brought me to death row and they brought the yeah. dramatics in. No. Yeah, so we're going to tell I was it. glad it happened oh, the way yeah. it did. Anyway, so we have to wrap up. So guess what? Our wine is called today the one tea the because one. you are the one. All right, there is I like no that. other tea money, wine. man. Well, you're going to take this home and share it with Gail, but <laughs> no, I doubt there'll be any left. Yeah, I was going to say Gail's going to miss <laughs> it. Gail's going to miss that one. <laughs> yeah, TV, He's videotaping them. You know, we, we have, have to finish with our fortune cookies right. here, right? Okay. All right, so we toss the cookies in whatever way the prongs face. Point you, don't touch nothing yet. Don't touch anything. Is yours. So... Oh, T, right there. That, that, that has your name yeah. on it right there. Oh, Jess, this one. one's yours. Oh, yeah. there. thank you. Uh, this one. Yep. Yeah. And this one's mine. All right. So we read the fortune. Yes, we're yep. going to read it. And what are we going to end it with? With oh, yeah. T. Um, with green. Yeah, or with T money. With T money. Okay. So All you right. read the fortune yeah. at the end, you say, say with T money. With T money. So go ahead. T, you want to go first? Yep. Okay. You will soon be honored by someone you respect, like T-Money. There you go. That's all you need, Jess. You want to go ahead? 
No need to worry. You will always have everything you need with T-Money. <laughs> I guess we're hanging out more. Yeah. <laughs> Mine says she will travel far and wide for both pleasure and business with T-Money. Damn, get hot. That one was actually dead on. <laughs> All right. Mine says your future looks bright with T-Money. Oh, See? There you go. Good news will be brought to you by mail with T-Money. Wow. Damn. You're getting a royalty check. I hope what so. What just say? TV says soon you will be sitting on top of the world <gasps> with, with T-Money. Damn. Right. That was a good one. <laughs> a reminder that August 16th is our big party and T, you I want to show back. up. If you guys yeah. want, you guys are all welcome to be here on the 16th to hang up. out and Tell celebrate. Brendan Nelson will be back. Brendan Nelson will be back. So wow. we're really excited. She's taking care of the drink, so you know it's going to be a good one. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so it's time to end it. And remember, sometimes your only available mode of transportation is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith and happy hump day. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. <laughs>